Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Grant is back for another Grant's Greatest Games, and he's brought some friends. Hello, everybody. I'm Grant with Grant's Game Rex. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the warm welcome last month. You guys really made me feel appreciated and welcomed, and I... I just, I can't say thank you enough. And thank you to Rado for having me on the channel too. I'm really excited to be on here. These are my top five games of August. I play anywhere between 20 and 30 games for the first time every month. And so these are pulled from that list of games that I play for the first time. Oftentimes, uh, it will be new releases, but not all the time. I, I like going back and playing games I missed along the way as well. So here are my top five games of August. My number five is Disney Sorcerer's Arena Epic Alliances. This is an arena combat game, but for Disney characters. Have you ever wondered whether Aladdin or Ariel would win in a fight? Well, now you can find out. This is like taking my childhood and making it violent. Seriously, though, it's not actually, like, this is a family weight game. It's not actually, like, really violent. You are stunning the characters, not killing them or anything like that. So you definitely can play this with, uh, you know, most ages. Uh, I do think they did a good job making this a family weight game, too, because they introduced the rules through chapters. Uh, and the first chapter, very basic. I won't play it again, but... If you have somebody that's new to games or somebody that's never played a combat arena game before, play chapter one and you can easily get them on board with how the game works. But then there are four chapters and the fourth chapter has all of the rules involved. So I think this appeals to gamers as well. You play all of the rules together and there's like actually some meat and some strategy here. So, you know, at its core, you are moving around the arena and playing cards and trying to knock out other people. It's uh, it's very fun. It's quick. I feel like I can play it in 30 minutes, which is something I like about it. Um, you know, actually, let's hear from one of the characters in the game. No one plays like Gaston, wins his games like Gaston, eats a meeple to others, amaze like Gaston. I feel like you ate that meeple to impress me, but mostly I'm just worried about your health. Nobody digests like Gaston. I mean, okay, I mean, if you say so. My number four is Kites. If you are looking for a social game, a game with lots of talking, this is a great one. In the game, you are playing cards, and the cards have color and symbol on them, and those represent sand timers of different colors and symbols, and every time you play a card, you are flipping the sand timer over, and that, that uh, thematically represents you are keeping your kites in the air. You are flipping over sand timers to keep your kites up. If ever a sand timer runs out, you lose the game. 
and it is a cooperative game, and it's really social because everybody's talking about what sand timer's about to run out, how do we keep the game going, how do we keep from losing, you know? I, I mean, a round of it is like, you'll, you'll be sitting there like, okay, can you play yellow? Okay, you gotta get yellow on your turn. I got orange, I got orange. We need we need purple, we need purple. Can anybody do purple? Okay, we're okay on red. You can get red when it comes back around to you, so we need to get white right now. Can anybody do white? And it, it's just like that the whole time. You have to be talking the whole time or you're going to lose the game. Now, I'm honestly a little bit surprised that I like this game as much as I do because I don't typically like real-time games. They're too stressful, you know? I got enough stress in my life. I'm trying to de-stress when I'm playing a game. But there are two reasons I really like this one. One, it takes about five to ten minutes to play. So if you lose, it's kind of like, who cares? Let's just play again. It's so quick, I don't feel that worried and invested in a loss. And the other thing I like about it for a real-time game is a lot of times in real-time games, I feel pressure from my teammates because, I, you know, if I, if I mess up, we all lose, and now you're all expecting a lot of me. Well, in this game, a loss really isn't on one person. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, I didn't play yellow, but also you didn't play yellow and you didn't play yellow either, so we all lost together. You can't really blame somebody for a loss in this game, which is kind of nice for a real-time game. You know you know who I want to hear from about kites? I want to hear from uh, Carl. Let's go over to Carl's corner. Oh, I love kites. I could spend hours just staring at them, fluttering in the sky. Yeah, but do you have anything to say about the game, Kites? Fluttering and staring. Staring and fluttering. I don't know why I always have him on here. Staring and fluttering. Ready, Set, Bet is another highly, highly social game. It is a game about live horse betting. One player plays as the house, or you can have an app do the house as well, and that person is rolling dice and moving horse along a track, and everybody else is betting. Who's going to win? Who's going to place? Who's going to get third place? You know, all of this sort of stuff. There's a ton of different things that you can bet on, and it's it becomes very sort of loud and raucous with certain groups. You know, people are yelling at the horses, come on, number five, pick it up. You were leading three turns ago. What happened? Get your act together. You know, it's just like a lot of a lot of that sort of stuff. Everybody gets very invested in the horse racing. There's actually a lot more strategy than you might think. Yes, it is a sort of wild and big party game plays up to nine players but there's more strategy than than you would think at first glance because it's not just the big board that you can bet on there's also prop bets there's also vip cards that get you special abilities things like that there are more layers to the rules here than just on first glance yes i mentioned you can play with an app but i do think it's very fun to play as the house to because then you get to announce the horse race you get to call it live like as the horses are moving you can you can say what's going on you can make up jokes you know i like to i like to give all my horses fun names on it that's that is a weird thing about horse racing have you what like why are why do horses always have such odd names i don't know how that became a horse racing tradition you never see a horse that's just like chuck 
This is my championship horse, Chuck. No, it's always like concrete patio. Uh, this is we've been trading concrete patio for you know for a lot of months here. He's gonna win by five furlongs. I don't know any of the terms you're talking about. Okay, you know who I hope places my mother's broom. Yeah, I really want to see my mother's broom get on the podium today. All right, sure. Yep, my mother's broom. That's a horse. So if you if you've ever you actually learn about horse racing too in this. Like I didn't know what win, place, and show meant before I played this game. Now I know. Now I can go to the real horse tracks and lose all of my rent money for the month. You know. Uh, you know who I want to hear from about Ready Set Bet is an actual jockey. I feel like they'd have an interesting perspective on this game. You know, I think the best part of the game is the thematic integration. They really did make it feel like horse race betting. You know, you feel like you're in the stands betting on a horse. You know, I would put my money on me if I were you because I'm a pretty good jockey. My number two is Atlantis Rising. This game came out a few years ago and it has legitimately been on my shelf of shame for over a year and I finally got it off my shelf of shame and now I feel like an idiot that it took me this long because it is so good. It is a really good game. If you want a cooperative game that really provides a challenge, this is a good one. And I like that the challenge scales super well. You can play it on easy mode and just have a good time saving the people of Atlantis or you can put it on hard mode and definitely lose this game. You will lose this game if you play it on hard mode, but it, I like that it you know has different levels of challenge. In the game, it is a worker placement game. You are placing workers down to get resources and then using those resources to build the components of a cosmic gate that will save the people of Atlantis before the whole city and island sinks into the sea. And there are two things I like about this game the most. One, there's a real gambling aspect to it. All of the spots at the end of the peninsulas get you the most resources for the least cost, but those are the spots that are going to sink into the ocean first. So there's a real risk factor there. Do I go there to try to get more resources or do I play it safe and, and go somewhere higher up the peninsula? I love that, 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 uh, that gambling aspect to the game. And the second thing I love about it is that it is a cooperative game that feels truly cooperative because there are no turns. We're all just putting our meeples down and getting resources and then splitting the resources however best serves the group. And so, you know, it really requires a lot of talking and cooperation and figuring out how are we going to solve this puzzle together because if we don't work together, we're definitely going to lose this game. I love that about it. I love, a, 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 you know, in some cooperative games, it's like, yeah, we win and lose together, but like, I'm doing my turn, you're doing your turn, he's doing his turn. No, this game, we're all figuring it out together. Let's hear from a, a former Atlantean resident uh, about this game, somebody that actually grew up in Atlantis. Well, honestly, I feel quite conflicted about this game. On the one hand, it reminds me of the time we lost my uncle to the sea. On the other hand, it's quite fun. Acropolis is so good. Guys, it's so good, okay? When I first saw this game, I wasn't that excited about it. I think I'm a little bit burned out 
on tile laying games. And so when I first saw you know this one announced, I was like, okay, another tile laying game, sure. But I had a chance to demo it at Origins Game Fair, and I was like, huh, oh, this is there's something here. This feels different than other tile laying games. I got a copy in August, and we have played it so much in my house. My roommates and I have definitely played this game 20 times uh, during the month of August, at least. And part of the reason is because the ratio to strategy to game length in this game is, is incredible. Like, there's some real decisions. We can play this game in 20 minutes. So there's like times in the house where someone's like, hey man, I got 20 minutes before I gotta jump on this call. Anybody wanna play Acropolis? And it's like, yeah, I'll we'll come play. And then we just bang out a game of it super quick. The thing that makes it feel different than other tile laying games is it's not just about laying the tiles. You can build up. And a tile on the second level is worth two points. Uh, one on the third level is worth three points. And so the way to win this game is definitely building up. And it seems like a simple difference, but it makes all the difference in the world. It makes this game feel different than other tile laying games. I, I just, it, ah. I just really, I want to play it right now. Just me talking about it to you guys. I'm going to go play. I'm sorry. I got to go play this game right now. You know, you know, before I cut the video though, before we end for the month, I do want to hear from a resident of Acropolis what they think about this game. Acropolis, what a great city. Am I right? Wait, I thought you said you were from Atlantis. You know, Atlantis, Acropolis, it's hard to keep all those ancient cities straight. So which is it, Atlantis or Acropolis? Yes! Wow, real uh, ancient world traveler, that guy. That's it for me this month. Those are my top five games of August. Thanks so much for joining me for this video. I will be back next month with five more great games. Games, 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 games. Thanks, Grant. And folks, if you'd like to know more about those five, there's some links down in the show notes and also on the screen. Thanks for watching. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye bye.